Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who aren't certain. My name is Kat. I'm your host. I'm one of these perpetually uncertain people. And welcome to another episode. Um, Again, if you're not familiar already with who I am, I am a predominantly a TikToker. That's my biggest platform. (laughs) But I like to write and talk about these kinds of topics that involve human behavior, um, perspectives on life, I don't know, experiences that I've had, lessons I've learned. I'm not a therapist or anything, but I don't know, I just have a very specific viewpoint and I like to share it for anybody else that it can help because often these things that I talk about, I wish I had learned them sooner or I wish someone had like given me that the same kind of guidance that I'm hope I hope I'm giving to other people right now. So, yeah, um again, I am recording these podcast episodes as YouTube videos as well. So, if you want to follow me on YouTube, go ahead and and subscribe there. Uh, my name is Katarina Wrights on there as well. Um, but yeah, let's get into today's video topic, podcast topic. <laughs> um, it's something that I'm kind of currently working through myself. And I do really love making videos and writing, you know, blog posts about things that I'm currently going through because it allows me to kind of really dig into what I'm trying to learn for myself and also express in the moment, right? I feel like Sometimes if if it's something I've learned a long time ago, it's a little bit harder to get into the headspace if I'm not currently in it. So I really like sharing these things as I'm learning them because we're both kind of learning them together, you know, and I'm expressing my thoughts and ideas as I'm going through the process. And this is something I usually do in my journal. And now I've just started sharing it online as well. So what I'm currently going through and I'm learning is that Okay, we're, we're gonna, it's kind of about the concept of manifestation, but I don't wanna approach it from that way because I feel like it can be seen as very like, very spiritual and like woo woo. I'm not saying that it is, I'm just saying that I think a lot of people can see it that way. And I used to kind of see it that way in the beginning as well. But really what I see manifestation as truly in like a more secular grounded perspective is that you get, you're deciding what's happening to you, whether you recognize it or not, whether you recognize that you have this control or not, you have it, you're deciding on these things. And that isn't to say, I'm not talking about things that are outside of your control, right? Like external circumstances, like, you know, societal issues or disease or anything like that. Like, obviously, I'm not saying that you're manifesting that for yourself necessarily, right? Um, There's some stuff that we just absolutely cannot control. However, the things that we can control we sometimes refuse to control them. We, we resist it, right? Because maybe taking control is scary. It'll make us become somebody different, somebody that we're, we think we're not capable of being, you know, all that kind of internal, internal stuff, right? And so we try to, I don't know if it's pretend, but convince ourselves that we're not the ones deciding, right? And this is something I've, go, I've gone through as well. So I'm not trying to like judge or anything, but we try to convince ourselves that we're not the ones that are deciding these things when ultimately we are. You know, and this came to me when I realized that I'll look at certain circumstances in my life and I'll be like, oh, that's so annoying that I'm here or that I'm doing this or that this is happening. And I'll like take a step back because I'm getting much better at being objective about things. Right. And kind of this is what I'm trying to, you know, share with my platform as well and inspire in other people, the objectivity of life. Right. Stepping stepping outside of yourself a little bit and looking at like, the bigger picture of things. So I'll have these moments where I'm sitting and I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed with how life is going or how I'm how this circumstance is happening or I'm going I'm this is where I am right now in life or whatever and I take a step back and I look at things objectively and I'm like wait a minute I've decided to to be here I decided this you know whether or not I recognize it it might have been a subconscious decision 
you know, based in my childhood wounds, you know, things I haven't healed yet, uh, my shadow self, you know, but I decided this. And I've learned that when you don't take control of these decisions and you're not mindful of the fact that, oh yeah, I do actually have a lot of control around these things, that I'm the one calling the shots, essentially, you let your subconscious become the driver instead, you know? So what, like, you're going to make a decision either way. You might as well make it your mindful consciousness deciding the decision than your subconscious, who will probably lean into more shadow self stuff and inner wounds and all that stuff. You don't want to have decisions based on that, right? So I'm learning this. I'm going through this. I'm realizing that, you know, the things that I'm... I have in my life going on right now, I've decided them, you know, and it's in a weird way. It's like the moment you realize that you're the one that's decided it, it gives you a lot of, okay, it's both liberating and scary and concerning, you know, because on the one hand, you're like, oh, wait, like I'm actually in control. I've decided this. I I thought it was just decided for me. I thought, you know, some, some ex, some higher force made me have to be struggling this way or doing this or whatever. But it's like, no, I actually decided this because back in whatever, let's say a year ago, I could have done this, but I did this instead. Why did I do this? This led me to where I am. So it's like, you're still, you're deciding it. You just might not be aware that you're deciding it, right? So it's it's liberating in that sense because you're like, okay, so I have the control. But then you're, you realize that, oh, I have the control. And that's scary. Control is scary because with control comes a lot of power and with a lot of power comes responsibility. So you have this extra weight of this responsibility of your entire life on your shoulders now. It's always been on your shoulders, but before you could at least pretend that it wasn't. You could pretend it was on some someone else's shoulders, you know, annoying parents or bosses or external circumstances, whatever, right? You could put it on other people's shoulders. And sometimes it is, sometimes it is, right? But I think for a lot of the stuff that's in our control, the stuff that truly just affects the way we are showing up in the world and like you know the actions we take every day that stuff's in our control right and for the most part again there's a lot of nuance to this but i'm just talking to people who who know what i'm what i'm saying with this right you know that there are some things in your life that you could have chosen differently on or you went one way but you should have gone this way and now you're here in this specific place and you're like i don't i don't like being here but you know, ultimately you chose it you just maybe didn't realize it in the moment right so this is something I'm kind of realizing now. And with with it, I'm understanding the concept of manifestation in the way so many spiritual leaders talk about it. Now, I'm not a spiritual leader. I'm just somebody who likes to look at the world a certain way, reconsider behaviors and actions. And I like to overthink, basically. I'm a professional overthinker, right? So I really like the idea of manifestation as this, you know, it is more of a spiritual concept, but I like looking at stuff like that in a more secular way, a more grounded way. So for me, the idea of manifestation really is that you decide. You've been deciding, right? That's that's really what people what people mean when they say you've manifested this or I've manifested this. You just decided on this thing, right? However, the the parts within manifestation that I think are a little confusing or yeah, I think a little confusing. And what I struggled with understanding when I was first kind of getting into this, into these topics um, throughout my journey, right? Because again, my journey is not, I'm not necessarily approaching it from a spiritual way. I'm approaching it from a very human, you know, grounded way. That's just how I like to approach things, right? But I also think there's a lot of value in spiritual concepts and being able to 
process them and repurpose them for your own your own growth right in whatever way works for you and manifestation is one of those things one of those things right it's about deciding and once you make that decision you allow space for it to flow to you right because when you make a decision and you've decided okay this is what i'm gonna do now or this is what i'm gonna get this is what i'm aiming for you've set an end goal for yourself right and that makes it so much easier to get to the things you actually want to get to however i think it's everything in between where you are now to where you want to be that gets really muddled and tricky and confusing if you're not really more on the spiritual side of things and people start talking about manifestation and manifesting and all that stuff and i want to explain it in the way that it's kind of clicked for me for anybody else who's struggling with just decision making and and getting the things they want and just or going after the things they want right because i don't think when we talk about manifestation i don't think that it's like oh, you decided and now this thing's going to come right to you and you don't have to do anything. No, there's still effort. There's still energy that's put towards it. You have to put yourself on the path that leads to this thing, which means you have to take actions every day that are aligned with this thing. So that's why it's important to choose the things that are actually aligned and authentic to you because if they're not on the right path for you, if they're at the end of a path that is not who you are at all, you're going to be having to act like a completely different person than who you actually are right so i think it's important first to get mindful and recognize okay what do i actually want what is actually aligned for me and what is just what i think i should want what society wants me to want right but say you've decided on what it is that you genuinely want and you know that it's okay this is authentic to me this is who i am so now you've established a path and within that path you have to now take the steps and actions that are aligned with that every single day yeah it sounds more tedious than it is, but you know, you're just going to show up as this person who would get that thing at the end, uh, at the end of the path, right? So within that, it can get really confusing. So it's like, okay, so I have this thing that I really want now. So I got to like obsess about it. I got to really think about it. I got to be focused. I got to put all my energy towards it. I got to just, th- th- that's it. Like no other, I can't be distracted. I can't let any- anything else in my way stop me from getting this thing. And that's where we talk about where a lot of spiritual coaches or leaders or whatever talk about how you have to let go. You have to detach. I prefer to use the term unattach, but you know, they say detach from the outcome, release the desperation. And I had a hard time understanding what that meant for a really, really long time because it's like, how, how can you release the desperation or the, the expectation of the outcome when it's like, that's what I want. That is what I want. Right. I get it. It's hard to just let go and take a back seat, um, especially if it's something that is affecting you currently in life, right? Especially when it comes to like money, careers, all that stuff. Yes, that'll affect you currently in life. So it's hard to not think about it or to not hyper-focus on it because it does affect you every single day. So I get that. However, the way I've now realized that and how I've made it make sense in my head from a more grounded perspective is that when we have a desperation towards something, right we're holding on to it we're hyper focusing we oh we need that thing because that thing is going to we're going to be happy when we get that thing desperation makes you act in desperate ways and when you make desperate actions desperate decisions they're often not aligned with who you are in a more calm mindset right you make a decision based on panic based on fight or flight because you you need this thing and you feel like you're never going to get it so you have to act this way or act that way quick and i got to get it right now because like oh i just need it it's like you're going to make decisions that are not aligned with who you are and they're going to lead you astray on this path that you've established for yourself right so that's why they say release the expectations release the desperation let it go but obviously that's easier said than done so 
for a long time I struggled with the letting go part. How do I just, how do you let go of something that you genuinely desperately want because you know that that is a dream of yours? How do you just let that go? And I realize now, and this is something that Esther Hicks talks about a lot, and I, I'm not like an avid listener or follower of Esther Hicks, but I, I've come across some of her videos in my own, you know, research and and exploration of these topics. And she talked a lot about showing yourself good things because you deserve good things, right? And I've used that a lot when I talk about self-worth work and self-trust. Yeah, to show yourself you're worthy of love, happiness, you know, whatever. You have to show those things to yourself because the more you show them to yourself, the more your brain will start to believe that you are worthy, you're worthy of them, right? Because it's like, oh, if if we're showing ourselves fun and, and good things and pleasure, then we must be worthy of it because otherwise, why would we be showing it, right? But if you feel unworthy of it, you might, um, you most likely won't show yourself that good stuff because you don't, you feel like, well, I'm unworthy of it. Why would I have that? St- why would I do that stuff if I don't feel like I deserve it, right? It's all like, it's all subconscious work that I've had to work on and I'm sure other people struggle with it as well. Um, but yeah, she often talked about showing yourself the good things and bringing that feeling into the moment. She talks about the vortex a lot. I don't particularly like that concept because it's so, it's so deep. It's so specific. It's so esoteric that if you're not an avid listener to her, you probably don't even understand what she's saying. So I don't think it's it's easily, um, I don't think just any regular person can really connect with what that term is and how she's speaking about it, right? And that's kind of what my, I don't want to say problem with spiritual leaders is, but I think that's where um, there's a lot of disconnect from the spiritual world and then just like the general, the general sphere of, of personal growth and just trying to to, do, to be better and to be more mindful and just get things that you want and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is where I think I fall into a little bit more. But I realized that in order to release the desperation of this thing that you desperately want, that you've decided now that you want, you're gonna, you want this thing, right? To release that desperation is to recognize that the thing that you want, the reason you want it so desperately is because it's going to evoke and inspire a specific feeling in you. It's a feeling that you don't currently have because if you had it, you wouldn't want it, right? So this thing, this end goal is, is supposed to give that feeling to you. And that's why you're chasing it so much because you, you're you lacking in it, right? You really want this feeling, whether whatever that is, right? If, you're, if you really want a relationship, the feelings associated to that are probably like acceptance, love, care, consideration, validation, you know, all those things that you might not have right now because you're not dating somebody, right? Or if it's career success, you want approval, acceptance, uh, recognition from your peers. You want to feel important. You want to have purpose, you know, those are the feelings that would be evoked with that career success, right? So the desperation, I realized, comes from not having those feelings in your life currently. And so it kind of clicked for me one day when I realized like, oh yeah, in order to release the desperation, the thing that has me so attached to the specific thing, the feelings that I'm not getting right now that I think this thing will finally give me, is to just bring those feelings into my current life. Because if you think about it, if you have those feelings within you, if you know you're going to have that feeling when you get this thing, ultimately, to me, it shows that you already have that feeling in you. You just are not letting yourself tap into it until you get this specific thing, until this thing is the, the validation you need to say, okay, now I'm worthy of having this feeling. Maybe you're just worthy of having this feeling regardless of that thing or not, you know? You have that feeling in you. You know you, you're going to feel that way, which means you have the feeling ability within you so you 
bring it into your current daily life, right? And you can just tap into it every single day. And the more you tap into it, the more you realize like, okay, I can bring validation and love and care into my life now, even without a partner, or I can bring approval and purpose into my life now, even without my ultimate career success. So I don't have to really stress about getting this end goal. Like, I know I'm on the path of getting this end goal. I've put myself on the path. I make the decisions and the actions every day to put myself on this path, but I don't have to stress about it so much because I'm still allowing myself to feel this way every day. So I can kind of release it a little bit. I can let it go. I can, you know, it's meant, it's going to happen as it's meant to happen. You know, as long as I stay on my path, I do my things every day that I need to, and I let myself feel the way I need to feel or I want to feel, then it'll happen as it needs to happen. And you kind of, it is almost like a relieving feeling to recognize this, right? But if you don't show yourself this stuff every day, of course, it's there's a scarcity mindset there. You feel like, I want to I, I want to feel love. I want to feel this. So I need to get this thing to feel this. But it, truly, that thing, it has nothing to do with that thing, ultimately. It has to do with you. You're, the feeling's in you. The feeling's not being held hostage by this end goal. And then it's going to be transferred to you once you get it. The feeling's in you. You're just using this end goal as a, I guess, catalyst for these feelings, but the feeling is in you regardless. So that's not to say then that then you don't need this end goal. You don't need it at all. If you can just find the feelings in every day, then why would you need this end goal? It's more that you're giving yourself the opportunity to feel good and feel confident, content, whatever in your daily life. And also you want this thing because you know that thing will make you feel even better. And of course you want to feel even better. But your happiness, your contentment in this moment does not hinge on this specific thing. It's not contingent on you like having this thing. It's a bonus. It's like you get to enjoy the extra, the extra level of having it, right? And I think I've talked about this concept before on my podcast and I've talked about it in many videos, but I think it, it's worth reiterating because again, I think it is kind of the crux of a lot of our decision-making, of our ability to feel worthy, to trust ourselves, to make decisions that align with who we want to be and how we want and the things we want ultimately. So I, I keep a mantra in my in my head now, ever since recognizing this, to tap into that feeling, to figure out what it is that this end goal is going to inspire in you, the feeling is going to inspire you, in you, and working backwards from there. So what is that feeling for you and whatever it is that you're you're wanting, right? Sit with a journal, talk about it with a friend, whoever, and then work backwards. If the feeling is love, okay, how can I bring love into my daily life? How can I show myself love? If it's validation, how can I bring validation into my life? If it's purpose, how can I bring purpose into my life right now? Yeah, you won't have this the the end goal of and the extra the extra feeling that it's going to give you, but you will have some of it. So you won't be starving. You won't you won't be hungry for it and desperate to get it because you'll have it you'll still have some of it and that's why I think when uh when spiritual leaders say you know act like you already have it that's what they mean from my perspective and I think it can be really confusing when you hear that um and you haven't really you haven't been in the spiritual world um enough to to get it because it's like oh yeah easier said than done yeah act like you already have how do I act like I have it if it's if I don't have it it's that you tap into the feeling of it. You tap, you, you let yourself feel the things that you think this thing's going to make you feel because it allows you to not be so starving, so hungry for it that you, you'll you do anything to get it, which is where the desperation comes from. And if you're willing to do anything to get it, you're going to do things that aren't aligned with you, right? 
And if you're, they're not aligned with you, you're going to be on the wrong path. And if you're on the wrong path, you won't get to what's actually meant for you. And if you don't get what's, to what's meant for you, you're going to be living a life that's not at all who you are, you know? So you'll be at, you'll be at square one again at some point, right? And so I think it is very much a slow and steady uh, process. And within the slow, so you're not going to like immediately, the moment you decide on this thing that you want to decide, that you want, that you decided on, right? Because again, you ultimately get to decide. You won't get it immediately. It's a slow and steady process. And because, and because it's slow and steady, it means you have to slowly incorporate that feeling in your everyday life. So you're not so desperate. So you're not starving for it. You're not going to run after it and chase every opportunity for it. And I don't know, this might be helpful. It might be a little disheartening to some people to recognize that it is a slow and steady process and there is still effort involved, right? You will still have to battle a few inner demons. You will have to force yourself to feel certain ways that you might not feel worthy of feeling yet because, oh, I need to, I can only feel this way when I get that thing. But I think ultimately will make the journey a lot more fun. And that's the point, right? It's not really about the end goal. It's about the journey. And how do you make the journey more fun? As they, as everybody says, you know, it's it's almost cliche to say that now, but how do you make the journey more enjoyable? You let yourself feel fun. You feel good throughout the journey. It really is as simple as that. Like you, again, you get to control it. You get to decide how you feel, right? We can't control every external circumstance that happens to our to us and in our lives, but we get to control how we react to them, how we feel within them. If it's a bad external circumstance, yeah, we could feel bad. And you're definitely in the right to feel bad, but you could also feel good. And, you know, you just get to decide. You can feel bad in one moment and then you can switch to feeling good and then you can feel bad again. There's no right or wrong, truly. It's just about what you want and how you want to feel. So, yeah, I hope this was an interesting topic. I think I think it could help a lot of people who are on journeys of their own, who want to achieve certain things and get to end goals and are struggling because they have all these unhealed wounds and these subconscious fears and all that keeping them stuck I hope this was like a more grounded perspective on the concept of manifestation even though I've talked about this before I know I have on this podcast but I wanted to just reiterate it in a different way from a different angle and also incorporate the new things I've learned about this Um, because I'm always learning new things about these topics and I always want to incorporate them as I continue to grow online and make new videos and just connect with new people I know new people find me so you probably might have not heard me talk about this yet, right? So yeah, I hope this was interesting and check me out on TikTok if you haven't already. I have some great videos on there and also you can look at my blog where I talk about these topics as well if you prefer reading and do I have anything else to update anyone on? No, not really. Um, Thanks for joining me today. I will be back again next week with another episode.